Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart, but the very next day, you gave it away. This year, to save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. My favorite part is when he goes, Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year. It doesn't surprise me. Welcome back to Everyone's Business But Mine. But this week and next week, we are doing something a little bit different and a little bit special. If you guys remember last year at the end of the year, I did a special. I asked some of my favorite podcasters, what is it that they wanted to leave in the pop culture and celebrity space in 2021? And this year, I decided to do a supersized two-part episode asking again some of my favorite podcasters and yours so check it out it'll be this obviously this episode duh and next monday's episode will be dedicated to those people so here's what we're gonna do here's a little bit of a rule if you will um check these people out i can't imagine that you guys don't know who these people are however if you don't i've inserted in the episode description links to everybody every podcaster or non-podcaster and their social media. So check them out. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Like I said, we'll be back Monday for part two with a different crew of people. So yeah, I hope you guys had a great holiday. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Let's get on with the show. Bye. 
you know her, you love her. Of course, I had to have your girl on, host of Buy Pumpkin Podcast, Princess. Hello. Hi, Kara. Thank you so much for having me on again this year. <laughs> I thought last year my behavior was bad. And you were going to be like, never again. So... <laughs> no, you were in fact the title of last year's episode, Throw the Red Table Away. So <laughs> I'm, I'm th- thoroughly excited to see what you have to uh, leave in 2022. What you got, Princess? I think this is going to be a popular choice. Right. In 2022, I want to leave Cody Brown. Like everybody else, apparently. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> I don't want to see that man on my TV anymore. Now, now, let me explain. I am happy to watch a show called Leaving Cody Brown, where all the children, all the women, we do interviews, we see where they are. We even get Logan up in this bitch to tell us why he don't go home. We get all of that, Okay. Why did I, in my mind, immediately get the being Bobby Brown theme song? Yeah, there you go. Leaving leaving Cody Brown. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But the thing I don't want to see is fucking Cody Brown. I don't want, if if he appears on the show, he must, his face must be blacked out. His voice must be (laughs) modulated. Like he's an FBI, fucking, like he's in a witness protection program. Because I don't, Kara, I'm tired of him. Okay. I'm tired of his dumb explanations. You and I both, yeah. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of watching him on TV doing shit like tell the children to call me. What kind of phone plan do you have? You don't get outgoing calls. What's going on? I I was just talking about this on my episode. Like what really is going on? He acts like he is absolutely incapable of communicating with his own children. Like it's physically, logistically impossible for him to do so. And yet you seem to have a phone and it functions and you pay for it every month. So what's good, Cody? What's happening? And then he'll be like, well, Janelle should have should be helping me communicating with the kids for me. Then we'll be like, Janelle, don't communicate with my children for me. Right. Call me. <laughs> right. I'm I'm sick of whatever he's reading on the internet. Mm-hmm. He's over there talking about men don't love people that don't respect them. Baby, nobody loves someone that doesn't respect them. Right. This is not a man versus woman thing. No, he's over here talking about uh, I don't know. It's just you know he's really thrown me off lately because. I've been on a FLDS um, kick on audiobooks. I've been listening to a lot of them. Escaped by Carolyn Jessup. Um, there's one by Flora Jessup that's like really graphic. So you guys be careful with that one. Because as you know, if if a Mormon is being discussed, somebody's last name is Jessup. If somebody's that's name the- is Jessup. Somebody's last name is Jeffs. Uh, Barlow. It's like, these are the- yep. <laughs> But, but so I've been, cause I'm, cause my thing is this, is that to a certain extent, I understand where Cody's coming from. Cody was like, listen, I'm in this cult, right? Y'all want to come be in a cult with me and be my uh, wife's slaves. And they were all like, yeah. And then he was like, why aren't y'all being a wife's slaves? So I get it. Okay. But at the same time, <laughs> he was promised a dream. Yeah. And that bitch, Christine did not deliver. Exactly. <laughs> He was promised that these women would wait around and that all sexual relationships would be on his terms, right? Mm-hmm. Only for him. That they would also like do whatever he wanted, be on his side, care a lot about him, even though he don't care about them. They would raise children and make sure those children loved him, even though he don't love the kids. He would do that. And they just didn't do that. They all were like, damn, man, this sucks. 
And so have, have you had a journey? Have you had a journey with Cody? Like, did was there a point where you did not hate him as much? No, because I've always <laughs> hated him. Uh huh. This year has been really bad for me because okay, so you guys know those of us who watch Sister Wives, we earned this. Okay, absolutely. We watched a lot of motherfucking nothing for a yep. lot of years. <laughs> A lot of big house, little house, a lot of uh, where we gonna have Chris, a lot of dumb shit for years, okay? I haven't seen that McKelty girl marry that wild-eyed Tony dude. I watched <laughs> that. They got a baby every year. It's so boring. It's always a baby that comes out. Nothing exciting. Mm-hmm. And But I've watched it, okay? I've watched their weights go up and down. I've watched hair get crinkly. <laughs> I've watched it get straight. I've watched... Sure. Soul patches and beards. I've watched everything, okay? I've seen it all. <laughs> and so, and this year is my reward because shit is happening. Right. Okay? But I've always felt like Cody was a liar, a poser, and what all people in these uh, religious, patriarchal, polygamous relationships are is greedy. You want mm. to have lots of sex with lots of people, with lots of women, and you want us to pretend like God told you to do that, and this is all about sanctity and this, and this, and this. No, you're just fucking greedy is what it is, and you want women slaves. And so mm. I've never liked him. I will say that I thought he's acted better on camera, but I always thought out, off camera, I always thought, saw he's screaming at Janelle and shit like that. Mm. That's how I yeah. thought he always act off camera. Yeah. Um, I always think about, or lately I've been thinking about this episode, or maybe it was like a two-part series where the these like psychology students from UNLV come to visit the family yep. and they're insistent, like we're studying you like we would monkeys in the wild, like just act completely the way you would normally on a weekend and we're just going to observe, right? So what Cody decides to do is take these kids to the movies, play poker, have He's all these, these activities, things. never done these things once. Admittedly says, we only do this maybe two or three times a year, go to the movies, but magically this weekend, we'll all be doing a lot of together activities. Mm. And that's when those little boys got into a fight and security guard got all pepped up because <laughs> nothing more exciting had ever happened than two tween boys uh, pushing each other lamely in a <laughs> parking lot. And that was when I knew, like, I should have known all those years, but that's when I knew like, oh, this man says, please be normal. And he goes for the most performative bullshit you've ever seen in your life. Yep. <laughs> it's truly wild. Yep. In an effort to make himself look like King, King of the Castle, King Cody, high priestess mm-hmm. of the Brown family. And he was a flop. And immediately they were like, hmm, Robin, I noticed that Cody has a really special relationship with Solomon that he doesn't really seem to have with literally any of his other children. Do you think that's weird? And Robin's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And, um, I, no, I mean, I think that sometimes Cody really tries to be there for all the kids, but they don't want that. And you can ask and ask and ask, but you don't want to force a relationship, you know? Robin, like, shut she, the fuck up, shut Robin. The fuck up. Shut the fuck up. She's She's been gaslighting us. That's why everybody hates her. She yep. gets on the screen. She's like, oh, we. this is all this. Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe what you see because mm-hmm. that's not what happened. Shut the fuck up, Robin. I'm like, 
I am so angry this year. I I'm yep. so tired of him getting on there. He's using he's mansplaining, mansplaining incorrectly. That's not <laughs> what mansplaining means. <laughs> mansplaining right. is not you explaining anything. That's not what's happening. Yeah. That's, that's not a man explaining something. That's not how that works, Kelly. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of him. I'm tired of like like uh that Isabel shit really like it 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 oh. did something to me. Yep. Um the fact that she actually wanted him there, you know, and I'm like, why mm-hmm. would you want that crinkly haired motherfucker anywhere near you? But apparently she loves him and she's calling for him out of surgery, like like she's under anesthesia, so she's like not all she's loopy and she's mm-hmm. just asking where her dad is, where her dad is. Yeah. And you know who I've really started to feel for? Savannah. Girl, Savannah. Savannah just seems like an afterthought. She's an I mean, afterthought. There's no other word for it. She's like it's the so furniture. Sad. They just are like, and Savannah's here. You know how she's like um the the HR guy from the office? Mm, <laughs> you're stuck right. Stuck in the right. corner, has to be quiet, totally fine with it. Toby. Toby yeah. accepting scraps. Oh, the poor Goes to Costa Rica, so immediately gets hurt first day. Right. <laughs> I feel so much for Savannah. I really like, I want to, I don't know, take her, take her to go roller skating or something. Just what about Gabe? Gabe is openly crying on camera. That's a boy, a a late teenage boy. What is he like? 18, 19. Um, He might be like early twenties, but yeah, I mean, they don't cry like that. And so he's openly crying about his father on camera. I know mouth bunched up like a crescent roll oh so my sad. fucking god do you know there's somebody hurt one of my children like that there is nothing on earth that would keep me from yanking their permed hair right out their fucking scalp right do you know <laughs> right like i feel like more of a mother to isabel than cody is a father to her that's true well first of all i i'd like to wonder i i want to know if, if cody can spell these children's names because Christine did make it hard on him. So I want to know. Right. Do you know how to spell them? Let's do a spelling bee with Cody and the kids, the children's names. Start early, start soft with truly. And then we'll listen. work up. Uh, actually, I don't know. Is there an E or not? I don't know. What, what do you think, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But the truth I mean, is, like, yeah. I think that Cody has for a long time. Yeah, I have kids. I have a lot of kids myself. Okay. And, but I talk often when I'm talking about some of the content I have on my podcast, I'm talking about the ethics of large families and there are, it's very hard to have an ethical large family. It is incredibly difficult to have 19 children and Mm -hmm. be a good parent. It is, I, I would like to see an example because I don't think there is one. And so Cody isn't a good parent from the, the, um, age difference, you know, like, yeah where how do you expect these significantly older children to have relationships with their younger kids and then the added bonus of you know mckelty being hired or not hired to do like child labor for robin as soon as she joins the family and move in and babysit for her kids which is something that i feel like we still need to talk more about we do need like, to talk McKelty more about was a whole teenager i wonder if something was going on at home with mckelty that made her want to be somewhere else at the time well you know she liked to wear um shirts without a tank top underneath i know she did she was very wild she was for the streets so (laughs) maybe (laughs) 
dyed her hair a Clairol red. Yeah. Uh-huh. She that was, was Yeah. So maybe that's why she had to like, you know, take a little time away from home. And they were like, why don't you just go be a slave? Like, you know, like we hope that you grow up to be one. I just, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. I also think that like I, that it's very easy for, to project yourself on the younger children. It's why babies are so popular. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they don't talk. And you get to, right. you get to assume, you get to project whatever you feel onto them. And as they get yep. older, it's much harder to do that. And teenagers are supposed to rebel. It's developmentally appropriate. Mm-hmm. And I think Cody's a control freak. And I think con- Co- Cody really enjoys to have, when he has that group of adoring little five girls that definitely all thought he was the best thing since fucking sliced bread. Right. And they're all getting older. They're, they're experiencing different things. They're realizing, hey, um, other people's dad know when their birthday is. Yeah. Other people's um, don't have to call uh, a sister wife to ask her to call, get my dad to call me, you right. know? Right. And I also think they're, they've learned things about their family, like the catfishing shit. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, mm-hmm. do you know I keep them pictures of Mary on my phone? Because a lot of people <laughs> watch the show and don't know about it. I'm, thank you well next time i need some i'll i'll know who to ask ask me because i got them because i'm showing them at work meetings i'm showing them, i'm showing them at the grocery store i'm like oh you watch this did you know about the, the banana come on baby <laughs> but that that affected things like it all like the the fact is that they are there's it's like all children they are now experiencing the world and they're realizing that everything you said was from your perspective. They're getting different perspectives, mm-hmm. um, especially the older kids. Logan, I know we don't get to hear from him very much. And on my new show, Leaving Cody Brown, I would like to hear from Logan. But I think he's realized, and I think uh, Aspen as well has realized that like having all these fucking kids meant that I had to be also be a parent. And that's not fair. That I didn't right. get a fair shake as a child. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I imagine that uh, kidney situation was truly really fucked Aspen up because she was trying to advocate for that poor child. And Cody was like, yeah, she's got the flu. She's fine. Oh, that's right. Truly almost died. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cody is not qualified to babysit children. I don't know who he, I, I'm sure he couldn't pass one of those little babysitting courses the YMCA gives you when you <laughs> want to go out and start babysitting at 13, you know, like they're like, oh, this is, I'm, I'm sure he couldn't pass one of those. I, yeah. We, Cody uh Kara we might on this boring ass show we watch might have watched truly die yeah it's possible that that season one of the kids died because probable probable. like the odds were not in her favor she really beat the odds right and because you guys have built this man up to be all kinds of things and he's actually nothing he's dumb He's not good with money. The fact that y'all left this beautiful cul-de-sac. I've been, t- I've been showing this to my husband, by the way, because he's never watched this shit. And when he, when I told him about that fucking cul-de-sac, and then I was showing him that uh, dry patch of land that they, that they <laughs> decided to, the, that, that's almost, I'm, I'm sure at this point it's worth pennies on a dollar what they paid for. I, he was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah. Because they let that guy make decisions. He's the one that tells people what to do. Yeah. So stupid. 
Um, so yeah, this is what I'm looking for. I don't like, I think we've heard enough from you, Cody. I actually, I, so I want the show to continue. I just don't want him on the show. And I want, I, I even want that little psycho Peyton on there. I want, <laughs> I, I'm scared of Peyton, by the way. Him at 50 Cent, they on the same wavelength, okay? Oh, man. The <laughs> most terrifying thing about Peyton is that he does not think that he's his father's son when he is absolutely his father's son. <laughs> absolutely. I want Garrison. I mean, listen, Gabe and Garrison, um, would they be involved in a hate crime against me? Maybe. <laughs> Definitely Garrison. Maybe Gabe. Depends on whether he's got school that day or not. But I still want to hear from them. I want I want them to spend more time. I want them to go to North Carolina. I want them to go wherever the fuck Logan is. I want them to go where Mariah is. I want more time with these people uh, contending with their childhood and what their family situation is now and how that affects where they are now. I want to watch Christine date. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I want to watch Janelle not date. I think that'd be fun too. Guys, one more thing. Janelle. Janelle wants us to believe her and Cody be busting it down on a regular basis. <laughs> Janelle, stop lying to us. This is a lie. This is yeah. a lie. This is a lie. Maybe <laughs> I think that w- I think that she started telling that lie back in the beginning when she used to, when it used to terrorize Mary when she would say that. Mm. They don't, girl. They don't. They go to fucking Texas Roadhouse and Five Below. And then they go home and watch Netflix, which is exactly my fucking life. But they ain't fucking. <laughs> he needs to stop it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like last season's tell all, both of them were kind of like, yeah, I don't really want to like get into that, but like it's not really happening. But, you know, and Cody looked at her in her eyes and said, we have not been acting like a functional marriage for years now. So I don't know. He's her best friend and lover. Janelle, what kind of life has Janelle had where that's her best friend? Right. And she thinks he loves her. What what kind of life is this? (laughs) No life that I want to lead. That's for sure. I want Mary and her best friend to get in a relationship. Go down Mm. to that Airbnb. Just fuck that chick. Okay. She seems happy (laughs) with you. Just y'all can still do those stupid lives if you want to. Right. I, I want that to happen. And Robin, I want Robin to get what she deserves. And that's Cody Brown. So I want you, mm-hmm. I want him to stay with you. And I yep. want it to ruin your fucking life, Robin. <laughs> I want on the on your last breath on earth, I want you to be like, oh, I should have never came into this family. That's what mm-hmm. I want. Look at all these options I have that I've been talking about for years. I should have taken that one. Because I was the hot chick at church with my big neck. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> And I want little Ariella who doesn't go to sleep till three o'clock in the morning because you guys are bad parents, okay? Really mm. fucking bad parents. Dude, there, there is no reason for a three-year-old to be up at three o'clock in the morning unless your ass is asleep till fucking noon. So right. you're bad parents, the end. But I want little Ariella to come running through the fucking room like a fucking terror that she is. And when you take your last breath, she goes, Ugh. anyway, and keeps moving. That's what I want to fucking happen. <laughs> okay i'm with you i'm with you i really am thank you so much princess anytime (laughs) for your submission we'll we'll catch you back next year have a happy holidays and a happy new year you too bye kara (laughs) bye all right you guys welcome to the stage none other than the one of the best reality gays of all time (laughs) hello hello and welcome hello kara i'm happy to be here (laughs) 
it's back again back yes again. yes a lovely conversation about seeking sister wife but um I'm here to have you or you're here to let it all out. So let me know oh right off that, what is it that you want to leave in 2022? You know what I want to leave? Um, this is going to make me sound really, really old, but I'm going to do it anyway because I am crotchety and it's the <laughs> end of the year. And my dander is up. Um, I'm really done with the term vibes, vibe check, Ooh. all of it. Wow. I, okay. Okay. I, I I know that sounds super like old man get off my lawn. <laughs> um, I think it has to do with the fact that I say all the time it doesn't mean anything. Um, yeah. and especially vibe check because when someone says vibe check, I feel like what are you wanting to hear? <laughs> right. I'm completely. I'm completely with yeah. you. Actually, sullen. Sullen. Ironically, but vibe check really is it's it irks me. Yeah. Vibes. I say ironically, too, and I get it. But the generation of Love Island doesn't say it ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I don't know from them. So, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like. But vibe check really bothers me. Yeah. I would like to actually add on to that. Um, I think we need to let go of the concept of eras. Because yeah. I'm seeing on TikTok people being like, here are all the eras that I went through in 2022. And it's like, babe, you just went on vacation. That's not an era. <laughs> it's a trip. It's okay. <laughs> your your era was not that like two weeks when you did Coke with your Applebee's server. <laughs> exactly. That's just life, baby. That's just that life. was that was <laughs> July 2000 for me. Exactly. That's not you know, <laughs> when you meet when you meet a server and you you want to go on break with them and you do three days of coke, it just happens exactly. sometimes. It, that's yeah. just life, and you'll learn that when you get older. I I know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's very funny. Um, do you want to talk about since we're leaving it? Do you want to talk about who has uh good vibes? Who do you think has good vibes? Ooh, or not? Oh, I love this. Um. I I love to to support people who who I think do have good vibes. Um uh I think what I would like to separate is the general good vibes of I'm just like good vibes only and I have a whole mm-hmm. other story about that. Um <laughs> but who I would say give you a list. How about we do a flash a little quick quiz. I'm love it. list to celebrities or love reality it. TV stars you tell me. Good vibes or bad. Love it. Okay. Uh Julia Fox Porn, good vibes, but I okay. love her because she's a camp icon. Love. Okay, so um, Angela and Michael, 90 Day Fiance. Bad vibes. <laughs> um, mostly because we've thought it was all fake for a long time, but now it's getting to where it's just grueling to watch, and uh, I, 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 I can't. I can't anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what HBO Max, good or bad vibes? Good before the merger, uh-huh. <laughs> the Discovery merger, Discovery Warner merger. Bad. I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I, I'm i a basic, basic bitch. And I love anything you give me on HBO Max. I will. Mm-hmm. I will love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I, I, I love almost everything I see. And when I when I don't like something, I'm irrationally angry. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm really nervous for the other two. I feel like they're next to get the chop. And I love that show. It's a really good show if you guys yeah. haven't seen it. Um, oh, man. Who else? Um, how about the any of the Kardashian children? Good or bad vibes? Just generally. Northwest, Northwest specifically. Northwest. You know, she's never done anything to me. Um, yeah. I answer. feel like I good feel answer. like she could be mouthy. Um, uh-huh. and I, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go out of Lynn and say bad vibes okay. just <laughs> because, you know, she seems like, she seems like that she'd be a little, a little bit, a little bit mouthy to me. I'm terrified of her. I yeah. Really there, the hell out of her, but I'm scared. It's a little super powery. Um, <laughs> it does feel like she is like the, 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 in a different universe, she would be the Buffy and the Vampire Slayer key. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like she would be the she would be the development, the the d- dimensional portal. <laughs> um, how do you feel about the cast of The Bachelor or just The Bachelor franchise in general? Good or bad vibes? Bad, because yeah. I think I've watched different seasons. I think we're at a place now where we're just reenacting this loop of. Mm male and female um kind of correspondence and i think we've officially encountered everything (laughs) and heterosexuality is done i think it's done i I, i'm first in line to say i'm I'm ready sacrifice me i'm over it (laughs) (laughs) i i i think it happened when i was watching uh i was watching i think i was I, there was a rerun on and katie katie thurston's uh season was on mm. and every time she was talking to one of the men she would just speak in therapy speak oh okay and i and i got to the point i'm like we're not even ourselves anymore on that show right no we're we're all we're all wonder we're all we're all doing sound bites for the reunion um, right, 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 right. Yeah. And yeah, so I think, I think yeah, the show, the show needs to find a huge reboot or become a complete, even greater parody of itself, like full on like pie in the face, <laughs> laugh outtakes. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Um, what do you feel about the um, hard seltzer industry? Good or bad vibes? You know, there's a weird insidiousness to it all that, yeah. <laughs> that feels <laughs> That feels like at any point you could just say, hey there, kid, how about a seltzer? (laughs) Do you like it hard? There's just (laughs) there's a there's a feeling I get from it. Just the term hard seltzer. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't enjoy them because I like old people drinks like Mm -hmm. give me a gin and tonic. Give me a vodka martini or things like that. Every time I try like a truly or something like that, I'm like, where's the vodka? Right. Um, but that may be because I have a problem. Um, <laughs> I, I'm with you. My final one is um, Chriselle from Selling Sunset. Good or bad vibes? Oh, this hurts. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This, this is Sophie's like, choice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say good vibes, but I want to say bad vibes because like in a, like like Northwest being the key in a dimensional to another, another dimension in another dimension, Chrishell is the ultimate enemy. <laughs> right. Right. And she, yeah, I think she's a low key, like she's just like a ninja bad vibes person Ooh, in yeah, some I- ways, but but I want I to love her. Keeps us guessing. I love her. Yeah. I, there's something about her that I, and I love the fact she's with, I can't remember the name. I want to say G flip. Thank you. Yeah. And did you see that? Did you see how they were dressed when they, when they dressed as each other? I did hot. I thought it was so now, so maybe she'll turn into something, something interesting, but she's, I, I, I loved her when she was first on selling sunset. And Same. then, and then later on, I think she got her fame, but I've never, I've never not believed her. That's, that's the issue. Yeah. I I've never not you. believed her. I've, I've, I've not believed almost everyone on that show. <laughs> Thank you. But I feel yeah. I've been thinking that quiet, quietly to myself, like something about her, just, I, she has this like Lauren Conrad kind of like totally sweet thing, but also like. I there's a side her like she stands up for herself she asserts herself and I always just like I don't find her to be a fake person I really don't no I'm I'm with you I there's uh there's something about her I she she's from Kentucky I grew up in the south there's something about her that reminds me of every girl I went to high school with right um <laughs> and who won pageants who mm-hmm. drove a truck later on and right? probably <laughs> gave up herself to some slovenly boy way too early uh, um possibly yeah anally. just po- possibly anally almost certainly anally <laughs> no there's always the girl who had the anal sex because she thought it was like <laughs> you know keeping her virginity we all knew oh we god know. bless them <laughs> uh, I, we oh. speak your name i was about to say her name but we didn't but no <laughs> no but no. I think of you often, girl. I really do. And I hope you're doing well. Um, <laughs> Poodle, this was such a treat. This is such oh, a treat. Oh, thank you, Kara. This was a joy. I just, uh, I hope I didn't make me sound the oldest thing personally. I just want to say one reality thing Please. that I want to leave. Yes. Um, and if you're producers, if you're listening, I watch a lot of reality shows. So yeah. <laughs> <this> is, <laughs> producers, first we had goat yoga. Then we oh. had axe mm-hmm. throwing. Mm-hmm. Then we had smash rooms. Yep. 2022, it was sound baths. There yes. were five shows that had sound baths or more. Yep, at least. I'm, I'm LA and I'm into it, but stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. No, Lisa Rinna's not evolving, okay? No, it's, she's it's not. not. <laughs> it's supposed to be something spiritual. None of the, these people are vapid lumps of flesh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Unless it's going to be Kathy Hilton falling asleep during a sound bath. I don't oh, know. oh, any anything. Oh, God, the 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 memes that I have seen from the, the White Lotus memes of Kathy Hilton. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> are genius. No, that that's my two cents. I, I'm totally with you. Yeah, we have to just really just end the group activities as a whole. They don't bring anything. And this is something no. that really irks me too. Like, I don't need to see anybody in an ice situation, like some sort of like, you know, cold therapy for your body nope. to tighten it up. I don't care. I don't care. No, nope. I'm good. They're, they're not interesting enough. Uh, Selling Sunset has it figured out where you just go to other people's houses that you don't own. Right. And you talk about what's happening. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great go over to Simu Leo's house and talk yes. to about whatever the hell's happening yeah I'm with you an ugly house that you could never afford and talk about Mary's dog's birthday party <laughs> <laughs> yeah the 14 million dollar house that will surely be shaken by the next earthquake just yes and talk about how you're so mad about what Christine did to you at Jason's dog's birthday party <laughs> <laughs> oh I want that show back me I, too. I miss back. it. <laughs> have you ever seen anybody from Selling Sunset in the Wild? You know, I never have. A friend saw Heather. Um, mm-hmm. must have been like a year and a half ago. Uh, and said she is extremely tiny. I Not a surprise. It. They're all tiny, y'all. Um, but she was. She was in a douchey bar on Sunset. So Love, uh, where she be- it, right where she belongs. Yeah. Yeah, I I hate Tarek. Ugh. I it, it, his nostrils are deeply upsetting Ugh. to me. I um, loathe him. Ugh. Yeah, he's really got bad vibes. The the yes, he wears he's like always wearing a like a black i like a black diamond chain cross <laughs> chain or something and like yeah, it's it's weird. It's at really any weird. moment he's got that like. Have you heard of crypto vibe? Oh, that- for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I got this bead bracelet from Bali. It was a really life-changing experience. But like, yeah, like he's that guy. Ugh, ick, ick, Do you ick. think about your financials? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's awful. I have so many NFTs, bro. You have no idea. Best ones, <laughs> best ones. <laughs> oh my God, thank you. Thank you again. This was really like a therapeutic for me. I Yay, like this is always fun with you. <laughs> you have a great new year and we'll, uh, we'll check in soon. See you soon, Kara. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage host of What Else is Going On podcast, Taria. Hey, girl. Hi, Kara. I have to say it on air because I said it off air. This to me is an honor. You know, I love you. I am a berry. I am. I love you so much. And I am so honored to be here. Oh my God. The feeling is absolutely (laughs) mutual. I'm so excited to have you as always. Um, So hit me with your best shot, girl. What are you leaving in 2022. So this is where I don't follow directions. I think I did this last year, Kara. I have mm-hmm. three, but I can talk to them one minute each. The first okay. one is Austin Kroll. Stay away from black women, anything <laughs> melanated. We don't want you. We don't need you. We don't need to have you anywhere near us. Go away from us with this. Amen. Amen. Austin really needs to be sent to the colonies to be away from every race of women. Yes. Women, yes, yes. Uh, Asian. Every, everybody needs to be protected. I agree. <laughs> Yes, protect so we all women. We figure out what's going on with him. I think it's best that we just leave him, send him by himself. Yes. Um, <laughs> my second one, I'm tired of the likes of, um, 
I love men, but of black men like TJ, who want to write beautifully orated words to Mm. their black women and tell them how strong they are Mm. for putting up with their BS as if that is a beautiful thing, as if that's magical, even though they call us uh, black girls are magic. It's not magic. It's hard. And um, you have the nerve to say it was her black woman strength that Mm. allowed her to put up with your disgusting philandering ways only to turn around and be with someone who doesn't look like her. You and the likes of you go away from us. Go away from me with this Apollo. I, this man. Yeah. Like, let's really unpack this. Like the plight of a strong black woman. Free us. Free us. I want to Free us. Can we be in our soft era? Why can't we have a soft era? Right. Like, like, I just want to be in a robe. I just want to be in a robe and have a a, a nice chai latte. Leave me alone. Kara, I always say black women deserve to be lowest too. Mm. Like they want us to be Superman with Superman. We don't get to be lowest. Right. And sometimes just call for Superman. Just come pick me up. I'm not asking you to solve my problems, but just come pick me up. Right. That's it. At least let me know that you have my back. Yes. I am so sick of this. And then the last thing, um, listeners, I love y'all. And I know that y'all love Kara. um, So don't kill me with this. But if I never hear I'm a girl boss or I'm a boss again, it will be too soon. You know how you're a boss? Your results. That's all we need to see. Yeah. Perfect example. Mia. Yes, yes. Um, she's a boss because she got a plate, a blazer on, <laughs> <laughs> and a stiletto too. A and boss with no no company. How dreadful! How dreadful! I love that. A boss with no company. Company. How <laughs> dreadful! How do you get your whole shit taken from you by your own family? That's wild. And then when she said she was the only women, woman sitting in on board meetings, my mind got to thinking, oh, so maybe they let her sit in, but clearly you weren't a part of it. A figurehead. as A figurehead. Yes. Mm-hmm. No controlling interest because otherwise. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, what happens, you know, thing, things that you need to have controlling interest would be money. And it seems like a lot of their money is just going into that Potomac rental and the um, renovations for a house that they don't own. So $10,000 a month, a month, girl. Oh my God. Um, I've have, I've have had to restrain myself from doing a slow drive by, by the house. Cause you know, I live in Maryland. I've decided I will not go down that road unless I happen to be in that area. Then I'll drive down the road because I'm a boss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, girl. These were all really, 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 really great. So where do you stand on the state of Southern charm? Do you think that we have evolved? I know that I know the answer to this. That was a dumb question. What, what do you think we need as a replacement? Is it Southern Charm New Orleans? Yes. Yeah. I think Southern Charm New Orleans. I was wondering if they could kind of do what I wish Married to Medicine had did and what the housewives had done was go somewhere else. But I guess they couldn't go to like, um, I don't know, California and call it Southern Charmed. But I wish that well, we could did get- go to Savannah and that That's was- right. That was a disaster. It was a real disaster. <laughs> three long years of this, or three seasons, because I ashamedly was not a boss and watched every single one. 
mm-hmm. uh, time I'll never get back. Right. I, I, I wish that I really feel like I am done with Southern charm. Um, I listened to your recaps on Winter House and I'm so tempted to uh, jump in to Winter House, but Southern charm, I don't know if it's because I have not even changed my thinking, but when they talk about their family money, I'm like, oh, you probably got that off of my family's back. So (laughs) it's like, I, they're not entertaining. And I probably even shouldn't say this, but they're not even almost like entertaining enough to forget, if you will. Oh no, you're absolutely correct. Like the last season of Southern Charm was a mess. We had Catherine's weird boyfriend who clearly yes. just wanted to be on the show, but like yes. pretended like he was in love with this disaster. Like, yes. please, uh, where the hell did Catherine go for 75% of the season? Who is Chef's cousin? Why do we, why are who we is Chef's cousin all of a sudden? Yes. It, was she, which one was pregnant? His cousin or his sister? His cousin. His yeah. Cousin. Like, not who, that it matters. Who, who are, are you? you? Yes. <laughs> are you Chef's representative just right. like Jacqueline? <laughs> a hundred percent and he needs it <laughs> yes and speaking of I know you already know this but the word on the street Catherine being evicted I did not know this yes so I saw that right. today yes so I need you to do a deep dive please and have that ready on Monday because you know I live for my for your episodes yet yeah, she is uh supposedly being evicted just like Wendy Williams son I don't know what is going on everybody hold on to your wigs hold on to your rental agreements like what's going on here fiscal responsibility is what we're taking into 2023 yes yes (laughs) fiscal responsibility oh i'm manifesting that ask we just ask believe receive exactly but not not like kim zolciak no she might she's another one on that list (laughs) kara can i just say i never as much as some of these wives make me want to sometimes um, vomit their behavior. I never wish ill, right? For the most part, like 99%. I want to be there when she moves because the way she did a walkthrough of that home and was calling us idiots as if things aren't public records. I'm right. going to be here as long as I want. I want to be there when she moves. And if I time it right, my daughter may be ending her semester um, for the summer <laughs> from Georgia and I can be there and watch her move. <laughs> oh my god please please let me know i want you outside like like um like funky dineva outside of uh, chateau charade please yes report like i i if you promise that we can be like correspondents together i'm literally gonna have Corey like wire me into kara right now i i'm yeah i'm ordering the jacket right now (laughs) and the microphone <laughs> oh my god well girl thank you so much this was like oh that really felt good you you were efficient and <laughs> you made several excellent points so I appreciate you Taria thank you Kara thank you so much I wanted to make you proud and get you um, did. all these you things out of my system <laughs> thank you <laughs> happy new year and we'll talk soon thank you Kara bye bye Welcome to the stage, Dan and Brendan of Come Through Queen. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We are great. I don't know if the thing we are leaving in 2022 is going to be great after we're done with it. I, that's that's perfect. I'm shaking. <laughs> you guys have the floor. Let her rip. I'm scared. Um, 
We've decided that we have to leave Bethany Frankel in 2022. Wow. Wow. I, I, my heart grew three sizes this day. In this <laughs> I with Leah, continue, continue. So the, the thing so, about Bethany oh, is sorry. that we've loved, oh, no worries. Yeah. The thing about Bethany is that we've, we used to love her. She used to be one of our girls, right? Yeah. But yeah. she's just fallen off the deep end. It's so sad to see. I mean, the TikTok of it all, the, like, can we just get into what What's yeah. happening? What, what do you think is happening with the manic TikTok posting? What so, do you think the end game is? I think the the TikTok is like one of, the the few large bullet points of like what she's particularly done this year that's been manic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the TikToking probably started from like a good place of, oh, Bryn likes TikTok. Let me get right. into TikTok. Right. And like she's become obsessed with it in a way that eclipses whatever she thought Carol Radzeville was obsessed with Instagram and selfies. Thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much. Um, I constantly think about Paul. Is that her fiance? Yes. Paul just walking into the bathroom and seeing her ranting and raving about the Kardashians (laughs) in a dirty robe in the bathroom. Like, what? Could you imagine? Like, I just... (laughs) Like, I don't, I cannot wrap my mind around somebody who purports herself to be such a businesswoman, and yet all yeah. she does is put other women down. Ramona was right. I mean, the Meghan Markle of it all, really, Ugh. I was like, why are you so obsessed with attacking Meghan Markle? Like, what has she done to you? Right. So I'm not sure if either of you are aware of this, but Bethany dated one of Meghan Markle's exes. Her ex-husband, oh. I think, right? I think. I there's there's some there's some mutual there. So I think the obsession has to stem from there. Ooh, okay. Do you think that she's like the Sonia and Megan is the Luann? And like she took she's the one who really got the mm. gold, the brass ring, and that's what the issue is? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I I truly find her presence online to be so uh, it's pathetic pathetic is really the only word for it um yeah what I, what do you guys think about the podcast <laughs> have you listened to it yeah oh yeah i you spent have- i i was on a long train last night and i spent a lot of the time listening to the Susie orman episode Ooh, okay which <laughs> gave me chills it just i know it's just like it seems like a vehicle for like last night especially it seems like this episode with Susie Orman was a vehicle just to like put the women of Real Housewives Atlanta down and like call them poor and claim they have no real money and like all this other stuff that just was like so icky to me. I yeah, and I heard a lot of people be like that was their first concern because Bethany has a history. I mean, I'm sure she's deleted mm-hmm. these tweets, but over the course of 2020, people found a lot of tweets in which she was saying very problematic things about the Real Housewives of Atlanta yes. and like talking in AAVE and just being very weird. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she has no no skin in the game to be talking about anybody black honestly like please leave us alone yeah <laughs> i'm speaking on behalf and of like look at you leave us alone 
and like kind of look at this running theme of the people she's talking about and how she's talking about them yeah right and I don't know if you guys have noticed. I mean, we all heard her, um, Luann, realize in real time that Bethany was doing the podcast on Danny Pellegrino's pod. And I don't know if you've seen Mm -hmm. recently, but she did a show, a live show, in which she really, like, let it out about Bethany. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. were calling her haters, but I disagree. I think she was right on the money. Like Bethany has tried a lot of things post housewives that have failed mm-hmm. and here she comes crawling back <laughs> and it's giving loser. Mm-hmm. It really is. So yeah, I mean, I think that like there's many reasons it's loserish. One is the original podcast was sort of like, Oh, I'm moving on from housewives. I'm a businesswoman. I'm going to interview like these great business minds and people were only tuning in for episodes that was that were housewives related so she obviously saw like that was flopping that concept mm-hmm. exactly like nobody cares about your pseudo mm-hmm. trump uh whatever like i'm gonna bring people up no you're not because like no you're not i just want everybody to know that like there's no wealthy business person who's ever going to help you they're not going to help anybody <laughs> on a large scale right they're only helping yeah. themselves they don't care they're not going to give you any sort of business advice that is ever going to get you into their level it's not going to happen mm-hmm. okay like it's just never going to happen yeah um and yeah i mean her business advice is just so stupid you would think that maybe one rule would just be like um don't find the hand that feeds you so that later you don't end up looking stupid mm-hmm. you come crawling back yeah even like the way she's produced this <laughs> podcast which i don't think like she has the producer's mind um is she's inviting these celebrities on many of whom have never even seen an episode of housewives mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like semi recapping very old episodes so like to me it's either like I- i'd be interested in in someone giving their opinion who's never seen on a brand new episode. Right. Or or Mm -hmm. like if we're going back into the vault, I want someone who appreciates the whole, like from start to finish. And now like we're looking back, back then from using what we know Mm -hmm. now, like that is Mm -hmm. more interesting to me. Yeah. Like what is the Venn diagram between Susie Orman and the housewives? Like, I'd love to know if you have the answer. I just don't see it. (laughs) I have no answers. And also, like, can they send these people some mics, please? <laughs> like, I heard Andy Cohen talking about being on Meghan Markle, not to bring Meghan Markle back up, but Andy Cohen was on Meghan Markle's podcast. And he said, whatever company her she's being produced by sent him a really nice-ass mic that he hoped he didn't have to send back. Why can't Bethany send some mics out? Yeah, she's got the budget. iHeart's got the budget. Yeah. Sure. Shout out to iHeart. Um, yeah, uh, this is so refreshing. I mean, <laughs> is there anything we could say? Like, are you ready for? Because okay, so with the, back to the TikTok, I kind of thought she was angling towards like a makeup line. Um, so today, know. she uh, as of recording this uh, special, she posted on her Instagram like some promo ad for a collaboration with a makeup brand which like this makeup brand Mm -hmm. i've never heard of before and it's seemingly angled at like older women who just want to like look more natural and do like light makeup which makes sense yeah i i I mean (laughs) she she 
she uh, like originally said when she was doing all this makeup stuff, she's like, no, I have no skin in the game. I'm just like reviewing products, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's like, obviously we were going to head down this path eventually of you partnering with a a makeup brand. Like you're not just doing this. Lauren Lauren Geller is the name. Mm, Okay. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I mean, she's so transparent. And the fact that she thinks that she's smarter than everybody is her Mm. real downfall. Like, we you we see you sending your intern off to buy sixty dollars worth of wet and wild cosmetics and like rush back so you can do a TikTok. So like just tell us the truth. Like why do you have to try and trick us into something? Right. Like she's she's so so wild. Um while I have you, do we want to talk? Did you guys hear what Jackie said about Jackie yes. from yes. Okay. I I love that. I love that. If you guys didn't know, Jackie Goldschneider of Real Housewives in New Jersey really slammed Bethany over the skinny girl name, which she keeps trying to pretend like, oh, it's actually inclusive and bigger women re- actually really love that name. It's like, well, no, they don't. Who, who yeah. said that to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was who funny actually seeing in the page six, like page six had an Instagram post about this. The comments mm. were like all crazily pro Bethany, anti Jackie, which I'm, well, I'm sure like mm. that is partial tree huggers like sentiments in there mm. like, you know the teresa super fans yeah. obviously gonna go after jackie for anything and they're, they're like oh jackie like it took you 10 years to come up with this like blah 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 blah. and i think number one like from when the brand started it was never great then but like i yeah. think right. the culture has moved on a lot since then and then yeah. number two like jackie is only more recently really like coming to terms with her own struggles with her her own eating disorder and like Mm -hmm. being maybe more vocal about it than she had been in the past so like yeah Mm -hmm. it makes more sense for her to talk about it now i agree also like also like remember the jules season of roni and Mm, how weird bethany and carol were towards her Mm. about her eating disorder it's just like all of it is coming to the light yeah yeah i mean yeah she uh, she she adopts like a an eat everything taste nothing or taste everything eat nothing oh, yeah. mm-hmm. kind of philosophy which is also very damaging and scary um so um boy, yeah on that before we go do you know the uh, podcast maintenance phase not to talk about another podcast on a podcast but i've heard of it and they, i want to dive in because they get into like diet crazes and that sort of thing like yeah it's like a really refreshing it's a really refreshing look on like diet culture and like wellness culture and like I have friends we've talked about how like it really like has fixed the way they have thought about like diet culture completely anyways they did a whole episode on um Bethany's book and like how and how kind of effed up it was it might be on their patreon or I don't I I don't remember it's a regular episode but worth looking into I definitely, definitely will. Oh my gosh. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Uh, we did have a runner up for yes, stuff that we want to leave in 2022. And we want to leave all the Bravo watchers who did not support the real girlfriends in Paris. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. We are <laughs> together on that. I actually talked to Danny. I hopefully convinced him to watch the real girlfriends in Paris. Um, yeah, we, us three, and Liz, I, I will include, <laughs> are a strong minority, a vocal minority. You know, bring us back. Bring yeah. us back. Hopefully, twenty twenty three has good things for them. I for mean, Mario Dan, Lodge Dan. 
Yeah, Dan planned a whole trip to Paris based on his love for that show. <laughs> uh, always partially, partially. I was waiting for the pictures of you and Anya, but she was in New York, right? At the time you were in Paris? Uh, so I think like we overlapped maybe one night and then she was, uh, Anya was like in a different part of uh, France while I was there. And then Aja's been like living her best life here in New York. Right. Should now. we should we try to like get mm-hmm. together with her? I would. Love oh my god! That. Like normally, I I have no interest in meeting any Bravo celebrity, but Asha feels like she'd be actually cool to hang out with. She seems like a real. Let's like, plan yeah. something. Yeah, I, I'm serious. I'll DM you guys after this. <laughs> okay, and with you, everybody watch Real Girlfriends in Paris. Now it's it's the holiday time. You have time off. Do it. Mm. it it's yeah. right there on Peacock. Binge it. So love good. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you guys. This was a real, real treat. Happy New Year to you both. Thank you for having us. Bye bye, Bethany. Bye bye, Bethany. Bye, Bethany. (laughs) Bye bye, Bethany. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. Join with me is host of Everything Iconic and author, writer of How Do I Unremember This, Danny Pellegrino. Danny. Thank you so Hello. much. For oh, I'm so glad we got to chat because I do have a lot of thoughts and uh, yeah, let's, should we get into it? We should get into it, but I just wanted to say that I haven't had you on the pod before and this is like, I've been trying to find a good space for you and I felt like this is what I wanted because as a devoted listener of everything iconic, sometimes you get a little shady and then I'm like, oh yeah, do it more. I'm like the devil on your shoulder. Like, keep going, Danny, keep going. But you're a very nice person. So I'm hoping that, you know, if there's anything that you really want to let out, if you want to talk about, you know, Melissa Joan Hart at some point, go for it. But with that, you have the stage. What are you leaving in 2022? Well, first of all, I'm, I have to say I'm very grateful that you asked me to come on your show because I have been wanting to pod with you forever. I know we've been friendly on online forever, yeah. so I'm glad we finally got to chat. But uh, as much as I would also like to leave Melissa Joan Fart behind and Candace Cameron <laughs> Bure uh, or Candace Cameron Boring, who I also sure. is my arch nemesis, yeah. uh, the thing that I'm going to choose to leave behind this year is something within the Bravo universe, and that is the husband scenes. So Ooh, okay. now this is something that has been happening. Jersey really leaned into it, of course, because they wanted the Joe Gorga of it all. And then that snowballed into having all these other men on on Jersey. And I think it works to some degree on Jersey. I don't love it, but I do know that other people like it. But then I'm noticing it happening on Salt Lake City. I just watched the uh, Real Houses of Miami first four episodes. There's a minute at Alexia's wedding where they try to make the men happen. And it's just- I'm tired of it. And it only works on Married to Medicine. That's the only time I think it fully works. Danny, you know what? You just spoke right to my heart. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. right. Everybody watch Married to Medicine. Okay. This is it's my cry. so fucking good. It's and it's so the good. only time that I want to sit down and touch base with the men, whether it be on a reunion, at a party. I enjoy hearing them. But when it comes to any of these other shows, like stop trying to make the Salt Lake City men happen. Like I don't want to see them... Uh, sitting around a table with some barbecue trying to make conversation because none of those men are dynamic enough to make conversation with each totally. other. I, I'm totally, totally with you. Um, yeah, Seth is, what I'm hearing really between the lines here is that you want less straight men on Bravo, which I would agree. 
yes. agree. <laughs> Haven't we moved too far away from all of like what the network was initially? Because I love Bravo and I used to think of it as a place where you could see these diverse voices specifically within the LGBTQ community. Yeah. And now I look at the network and I'm like, where are all the gay people? Like, I don't see, I'm, I, of course we love Andy, but like, where the fuck are the rest of them? Because yeah. I'm not seeing none of them anywhere else. I'm, and we have these shows that are um, men and women, like Summer House and Winter House. And it's like, what we no, why can't we throw one gay person in there once in a while? <laughs> yeah, it's like weird we get to more me. Austin, more Austin Kroll for you because nobody asked for that. And yet here yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah, and I need to leave that in 2022 too. Those Southern oh. Charm men, I can't look at them anymore. I'm so sick of them. I'm I'm feeling like Austin's days are numbered and I'm very yeah. happy about that. I'm thrilled. Um what, what do you think about Craig's days though? So okay, I I hmm, I have very complicated feelings about Craig because I feel like he is great on Southern Charm. Um he is like the protagonist in a way because they have these monsters like Shep and Whitney and whoever else, Austin, just like bullying him from all sides for being a loser and a non-starter and then here he is with his pillows and here Shep is uh trying to go on the internet say that he's more attractive than Harry Styles which is like the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life (laughs) truly like I'm I haven't had a chance to voice my opinion on that either so if you if you wouldn't mind I would also just like to say that how awful is that (laughs) that really (laughs) pissed me off attracted to Harry Styles but like I'm not stupid either I have eyes I can see like (laughs) it's truly the most insane thing not to mention just um even not counting the outside like the inside of Shep that we've seen is just (laughs) not good it's like not he doesn't seem like a good human being so then to have the audacity or the audacity to come out and (laughs) say that like you're hotter than Harry Styles like what the fuck are you saying like get out of here i'm just sick of that i'm sick of that whole group of them and i i tend to lump craig into that group and Mm -hmm. i used to love craig but i he's lost me craig in the i said on my podcast like credit craig in like the north like compared to these new york men is so wild (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see like the different cultures that's happening like they find him so disgusting and yet craig i think is probably one of the most normal people in charleston so Ugh. it's it's jarring it's really jarring but did you watch the like, new did you watch i'm sorry to interrupt you no, so we have so much to talk about did you watch the new leva show i have not yet but i'm it's on the list did you like yeah. it you know i don't know <laughs> i'm not, i'm just not really finding myself turned on uh emotionally by any of the new bravo shows like and i yeah don't know what needs to change or what the shift needs to happen, but I, I just feel like there's a missing element lately with a lot of the new shows they launch. And it like had everything, like it was kind of messy people. And there was a, a girl that seems really odd and was like twirling batons that I was like, ordinarily <laughs> I would really like her, but something feels like off. And I don't know if it's just because they're trying, they know what they're getting into. So they're just trying to put on a show, but I know back in the day, Vanderpump Rules and some of those, they felt more authentic, the relationships with each other. And so, I don't know, I'm just finding a disconnect. The only new show that I've liked is Real Girlfriends in Paris. That's the only Mm. one that I'm like, ooh, I would like to get eyes on a second season in that one. But it's it's very much like, 
it had the vibe of like an NYC prep or a gallery of girls. Like it was very much a one season wonder, but I, I want, I want my girls back. I really, really do. I need um, to dive into that because I watched yeah. the first three minutes of it and decided it oh. wasn't for me, but I think, <laughs> but I think I need to sit down for a little bit more. Yeah. I think just binge it. I think that might be the best, best way to go about it. I think um, they're filming another season. I saw I a, so. a photo and I believed it to be true. So I think they are filming, which was shocking to me because I didn't think people liked it, but maybe I need to get on board. It, there's a, a small minority and we're loud, a vocal minority. Yeah. Um, my final question for you is out of the three newest Bravo couples of the year, let's say Craig and Paige, Carl and Lindsay, and I'm going to make Ashley and Luke. I'm going to throw them into this. Mm. Who do you think is going to have the best bet to make it into 2023 and beyond? Oh, that's a good question. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. I'm rooting for Carl and Lindsay. And I think that's because no one else on their shows is rooting for them. <laughs> so it makes me just like want to get behind them because everyone else is being so mean to them. Yeah. And Craig and Paige, like I love, I really am a, like a Paige truther. I really like tr- Paige a lot. And mm-hmm. I hate that she's with Craig though. Like I just, <laughs> it makes me like them both less for some reason. I, I could see that. But for me, they make sense as a couple because I just feel like, they both want the same things, like in terms of fame. Mm, so it's mm-hmm. like a good fit for them. But I, I don't think my think... expectations for Paige were too high because I really yeah. like thought she could be like a big Bravo star. And then now I'm realizing like, oh, maybe that's just, uh, that's on me. Like I I had was too high of expectations. Like when you go into a movie that's got great reviews and you're like, oh, this is going to be so fucking good. And then it <laughs> can't live up to what you thought it was going to be. So I feel like that ruined that situation with Paige for me. Yeah. And then the, the Luke and Ashley thing, I really don't believe has any legs at all, but I love it. <laughs> I am having the best time with them every time. I mean, it's only happened once, but I would like to, her to see to see her do more TikToks from his studio apartment. I would really, really love that. Um, <clears throat> I really get a kick out of them. Honestly, out of the three, they're probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, they're definitely the hottest too, I think. For sure. For sure. But, like I but, would, if I had yeah. to subscribe to an OnlyFans, it would be them. For sure. But don't you kind of, this is mean to say, but you said you wanted shady Danny. So I kind of feel like I, Luke is so hot to me, Mm -hmm. but also feels completely sexless. Yes. Okay. Danny, I've been thinking this for years, like something about his sex appeal is just very 
odd. Like I don't get fuck energy from Luke at all. No, not at all. And even weren't there times on the show where like, remember he like couldn't, am I making this up? Like he couldn't get hard or something. Like wasn't I think that, we might be that confusing that with Jordan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait, but I thought, <laughs> wasn't there a situation with, with Luke too, where like somebody wanted to, was trying to sleep with them and he like, um, there was a scene where, um, H word, he went down on H word <laughs> for like a long time. And I think that's oh, as far yeah. as he went in the house. I think I'm mixing up him and Jordan then. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. but <laughs> I, st- but even so I don't get any sort of like good bed energy from Luke. Like I, I think he's yeah. so hot, so beautiful. And yet I can't even imagine being with him in bed because it's just Not like, what would be happening? Yeah. We would just be sitting there. I, I really feel like we're connecting. I've been thinking this for years. Okay, but, but wait, he, who do you gorgeous. think who do you think has the best sex energy? Like is oh. there someone on Bravo? It doesn't have to be on that show, but is there someone on Bravo who you think like maybe isn't the most attractive to you, but you think like they would really be Ooh. good in bed? That's a good one. Um I sort of have a feeling that like Seth and Meredith are playful in bed and that's exciting to me I don't really want to have sex with them but like they're Mm -hmm. fine they can have sex with each other and I feel like they're having fun um who would I really want to like get down with um I mean I've always said just like the boring answer of Mauricio not because I think he's hot just because we both smoke weed and Mm -hmm. I think that would be Mm -hmm. fun um oh that's a really good question though I had (laughs) I had a short-lived Mauricio would be good I, I had a short a short-lived crush on Dr. Simone's husband Cecil. Um mm-hmm. and that went away. But ooh, gosh, yeah, I might have to give it to Seth Marks. Who is it for you? Yeah, you know, I hate I'm I'm embarrassed to say this, and I don't maybe you have to edit this out, but I'm gonna <laughs> say Joe Gorga and I'm embarrassed. I, yeah, I'm not proud of it, but I just it is what it is. <laughs> he seems like he's got a lot of energy. Yeah, like I, and I maybe it, th- that's not even the right term of like good sex, but I feel like at least it would be sex. Whereas I feel like so many, <laughs> so many of the people on Bravo, I'm like, God, even like the, when now that I'm thinking of all the Winter House people, I'm like, none of them seem very like sexual, like people that would be good at bed. Not at all. Like Kyle and Amanda had a running theme of him only making it like 45 seconds tops. So that is just out, out the game right there. And Otherwise, you know maybe it would be Kyle. <laughs> You know what I hate most about those winter house men is just that they're so young and to fall into the trap of the king of queens of it all, where it's like <laughs> Amanda and Kyle and Paige and Craig, and they're just like, I hate this guy that I'm with. He's lazy right. and stupid and says the worst things, but <laughs> but I'm going to be with him anyway. And it's like, oh, these women who grew up with with uh, CBS sitcoms, <laughs> right? like they've fallen <laughs> into those traps and I'm like, girls, you need to love yourselves. And, and all of us yeah. need to love ourselves because it's like, that's not a good thing. And to see every confessional for Paige and Amanda to be like, this guy's the worst, right? can't, he can't fuck me. Can't, isn't funny. <laughs> says awful things, messy. I mean, Amanda's <laughs> and then they're really keeping like, it all together. Yeah. It seems like the dogs are really keeping Amanda and Kyle together, if anything. And that's sad. That's sad for me. How long do you give them? Oh, oh gosh. Um, I mean, we're going into 2023. If they make it to 2025, I'd be shocked. Yeah. I'd be shocked because I think they're in this like weird space of like, we don't want to, like summer house can't exist if they're pregnant and having kids, not for them Mm -hmm. anyway. So I think it's going to be a a tough decision they're going to have to make. I really do. Oh, you know what? I'm changing my answer. Tom Sandoval. I would let him 
Yes. I would let him do a lot of things to me. It just came I love that. <laughs> I love, see, I think of all of them as sexless too. I mean, I love Tom, but I think, cause I know Tom personally that right. that's why, but the other Tom too, I think is uh, so attractive. Like Tom Schwartz is so yeah. incredibly attractive, but I think in bed, Tappy what Tappy would Bowl. we be doing? Yeah. Yep. Like we, we would just be sitting there. <laughs> Nothing. Just watching Wayne's world, which is what, you know, got him into the situation in the first place. But yeah. anyway, and, and that ain't a bad night either, but no. I, Yeah. I'm trying who else who are the other men on you know I kind of think Brock would would be a good lay oh really kind of maybe I mean out of all of them I suppose Mm. I mean he's got he's got some power behind him so yeah those legs I like those legs yeah amen (laughs) I did also recently have I shouldn't be sharing this on a public platform either but I recently had a sex dream about James Kennedy (laughs) oh how was that it was I mean I don't remember any of the details other than I woke up and I was like oh wait um (laughs) But yes, I do think yeah. he's a very attractive person too, but I, I'm not normally attracted to him, but he did pop up in a dream. So yeah, fair enough. Fair. I mean, listen, if it happens, it happens. It- so wait, what's your favorite Tom Sandoval era? Like, what is he the most oh, attractive to okay. you as? So like late, like we're talking maybe the last five years, like the first few seasons of, of Vanderpump really didn't do it for me I thought he kind of looked a little too much like an anime character for my liking Mm. but I'm leaning into like the mustache I kind of like the 70s sleeves bag of it all I I like it I I, for some reason I like it on him and only him yeah Yeah, people give him such a hard time about all the outfits and stuff but I love even when he showed up on winter house and he was in the skirt and stuff I'm like Mm -hmm. I love that he's given us something to look at (laughs) even when I don't like the looks it's how I feel about housewives too it's like sometimes a boring housewife at least can be a little bit more entertaining when they're giving us looks every scene and so I feel like Tom gets a lot of bad shit for that from the fans where it's like I can't believe he's doing that or wearing that and I'm like at least he's giving us something I agree I'm a stand of all I really am yeah he's Um, great (laughs) <laughs> well Danny thank and don't you, you miss sorry okay. I'm keeping no, you now I, no go ahead <laughs> um don't you miss them in a weird way like on Vanderpump Rules I'd never met even last season I was like I wanted them back but then when they came back it was kind of disappointing but I've never yeah. felt this level of missing Vanderpump Rules that I do feel right now and I think it's maybe because I've been so disappointed by a lot of the new Bravo shows <laughs> right but I do really to- want them back all of a sudden yeah the, the ex isn't looking so bad anymore um yeah no I'm I'm with you I'm, I'm very excited about the return I really need to see what the hell how we're discussing the whole katie and tom breakup i'm very excited about that i know i know and the um sheena katie of it all yes how yes, they're gonna and- reintroduce christina kelly of all people oh my god is she bad i think she's like i mean i don't know i don't know i'm not i i think she's gonna be around i mean there's been photos and stuff of her with katie wow so okay. i don't think she, i don't she's probably not back like a ton, but she's going to be like popping in. And it's such a weird choice to me, but also very interesting choice. Very interesting. I'm also really, I'm ready for like the Bambi eyed bitches villain era. I'm ready for her to Mm -hmm. be like out here making out with people's ex-husbands and not caring. I'm here for it. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I love that. I miss them. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just miss them. I miss them. Watch what happens, right? 
Um, Danny, thank you so much. This was an absolute treat. I thought it was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. And can we do it again? And uh, absolutely. Okay, we'll do it again. (laughs) You have a good day. Thank you, Kara. So good talking to you. You too. Bye.